My granddaddy was poor. My daddy was poor. But I work real hard, and every week, if I'm lucky, you know, probably every other Friday, I get to load up my family, and we get to go out a night on the town, and we all go eat at Poor Folks Restaurant and have a great time. You know, many people live their life in that state of mind. And until your expectations change, your results never will. You know, Matthew 8.13 says, As you believe, so shall it be done unto you. Until we choose to embrace the wisdom of the age's truth, that as we think what we think about comes about, as we believe, so shall it be done, you will always spin on what I call the MOM hamster wheel. We don't get what we want. We get what we expect. And yes, personal development is not an option. If you want to maximize your upside potential with the network marketing business model, it's a requirement. It's a requirement. As you believe, so shall it be done unto you. Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small-town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the MLM Success Podcast. I received a real interesting comment on the four stars video that we've uploaded over on YouTube that was really the kind of the inspiration behind this week's podcast session. Uh, session 259, Network Marketing, Personal Development, and Positive Expectations are required. Again, my name's Dale Calvert. We're here every Tuesday. Glad you're here with us. I uh, hope you've had a great week. I don't know if you've heard, but the Georgia Bulldogs did beat my University of Kentucky Wildcats, who were 6-0 and at the time, uh, on Saturday, 30-13. to uh, There was one play in the game that really, com- <laughs> in my opinion, changed the whole momentum of the game, or it could have. Uh, it was an incomplete forward pass that was called a fumble. And honestly, that one play could have changed the momentum of the entire game. Uh, but Kentucky left it all out on the field. I mean, they gave it all they had. And, you know, I'm going to be shocked if Georgia doesn't end the year as a national champions in, in college football. They've got a phenomenal, phenomenal team. So all Kentucky can do is pick themselves up. They've got an off week, a bye week this week and just refocus and decide they're going to end the year strong. And I believe they'll end up, if they do that, they'll be in the top 10 10 nationally, which is phenomenal for Kentucky football. 
And of course, those of you that are Kentucky fans and happen to see Midnight Madness, we're going to have an unbelievable basketball team this year. Final four for sure. Uh, it's going to be an exciting, exciting basketball year. Uh, I also wanted to congratulate, say congratulations to my friend, uh, Kelly Vincent. Uh, he's also our upline in APL Go. He, he, he and, uh, Tina participated in the APL Go Summer Academy in Panama. And Kelly won the Tesla automobile. Uh, we have that show. It's like a two and a half hour TV show production. It's just like, uh, Survivor. I've never seen the show Survivor. I've seen commercials about it, but it was unbelievable. I mean, very well produced TV production. Uh, we, we put it up. It's under the video section at NorthAmericaLaunchTeam.com. Worth checking out and just ask yourself what network marketing company um, in the universe would, would do this type of production and this type of event for leaders in the field? None other. There would be another one. There would not be another one that would do this. It was unbelievable. It's really worth checking out. Again, I put the video over under videos, the video tab at North America Launch Team. But I was talking to Kelly prior to him going on this, 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 whatever you want to call it, trip, adventure, whatever. I mean, there are four days on an island. Uh, it was, you got to see it. And again, maybe it, it was more shocking to me because I've never really watched an episode of Survivor or anything like that. But Kelly, you have to know him, and and he was prepared. I mean, his expectations were really high. He he said, you know, I'm into all that stuff. I mean, he's ex-military. Um, he, he loves the show. He he was talking about his show, Naked and Afraid, where I guess is some type of Survivor TV show, and then the he the uh, episodes of Survivor, and uh, he's into that, you know, living off the land kind of thing, surviving, uh, what's, what's, what do they call them, preppers? I don't think he's a prepper, but he's into all that world, you know, he understands it. And uh, so it was, it was exciting, it was exciting, obviously, because we're part of APL Go, but the whole show I just thought was really, really fascinating. And if you're in APL Go and you haven't seen it, it's worth, like they say, get some popcorn, sit down one night and just watch it. I think, I think you'll enjoy it. I certainly did, but I, w I wanted to say congratulations to Kelly. And I also wanted to just make the point that he entered it with very high expectations, expectations, because we're going to talk a lot about that in this week's session. Uh, you know, speaking of expectations, uh, this topic is probably something I really need to spend some time on, on this podcast. Some of you will remember at an event, I don't know, 20, 25 years ago, I met with all the, the people at that event that were 30 years old and under, and then we did a special, like we interrupted the whole event. I just changed one part of the whole event because this reality 
it was the first time that I had ever really had what I'm calling the expectations paradigm shift. And the majority of that conference ended up being around this whole philosophy and concept of expectations. And it's something that I really have not spent the amount of time studied on it as I probably should. But I can remember when it really hit me and, and, and a lot of us at the same time, it's like, my gosh, it's so true that none of us get what we want. We get what we expect. Um, people don't get what they want. They really do get what they expect. Uh, people respond positive, positively. Uh, when you expect, when you don't expect people to respond positive, positively to your product and or your opportunity, when you don't expect that, there's a guarantee that they will respond negatively. And I'm going to say that again. When you don't have an expectation that people are going to respond positively to your opportunity and or your products, there is a guarantee that they will respond negatively. Now, I'm certainly not saying that if you go into a situation and expecting positive uh, responses that you will always get positive responses. You certainly won't. That's not the way it works. But I am saying that if you don't have a high level of expectation, uh, a positive expectation, then there's a guarantee that you will receive negative. There is no neutral. And we, we, we get what we expect. As you believe, so shall it be done unto you. Matthew 8.13. I mean, the reality has hit home with me in in a way that's really hard for me to explain this past 30, 40 days or so. And I really hadn't planned on this, but I'm going to go off topic a little bit and, and make this point because the truth is you can do everything right, correct. From a personal development standpoint, you can read all the books, attend all the seminars, be on all your uplines, webinars, and so on and so forth. But ultimately, your results are going to be what you personally, what your personal expectations will allow them to be. I, I, I never tried. I've never, ever tried to promote products or services or an opportunity that needed to be sold. I never have. Uh, some of you have heard me tell the story. You know, I went into the sales aptitude program for IBM, took all the tests, and they came back and said, Mr. Calvert, there's a lot of things you can do, but sales should never be one of them. You, you have no aptitude at all for sales. And you know what? They are absolutely correct. I don't. I don't. And I've always believed and taught that, that the opportunity or product itself must stand alone on its own merits. It must stand alone. The opportunity must stand alone on its own merits, on on its own track record or lack thereof. And the timing within the within the industry or the niche that that product or service or opportunity is serving. It has to stand alone on its own. If it has to be sold, I don't want any part of it. I want it to be obvious to logical, 
thinking individuals. I don't want to have to promote a product or opportunity that must be sold or explained uh, in great detail. Even though if you're in front of a trend, you usually do have to do some level of explaining. I mean, I've always understood over the years that most people base the value of an opportunity, uh, how they perceive it based upon the person that is sharing it with them. So if you don't have high expectations that they're going to see it and understand it, then then you're way, way, way behind the eight ball because most people base an opportunity based upon the person that is sharing it with them. I don't. I, I sincerely don't. It, it It doesn't even enter my mind to any major degree at all. I mean, I've had many people that I respect as people over the years share with me opportunities that make absolutely no business sense. And then I've also had people that I didn't necessarily respect as entrepreneurs or as leaders share with me opportunities that were extremely timely and made a lot of business sense. The person sharing the information for me personally doesn't really play any it has no value one way or the other. I like to look at the opportunity for the opportunity and does it alone stand on its merits? And it either does or doesn't. And I also understand and respect the fact that different opportunities make sense for different people at different times, depending on where they personally are on their entrepreneurial journey. I believe a big part of emotional intelligence, EQ, which we're going to hear more and more about in the future. You know, we have IQ and EQ, and EQ stands for emotional intelligence, and we've talked a lot about it in this podcast, especially over the last year or so. But I think a big part of EQ is being aware of your own expectations how you go into a situation, what type of expectations do you have when you enter a situation? Are you crossing your fingers and hoping to win, or do you expect to win? What is your EQ? Are you aware of your expectations when you enter a situation? And it may be one of the most important parts of really understanding our EQ, our emotional intelligence. Uh, let me ask you a real quick question. This may, may drive the point home. If someone that you know, friend, relative, anybody, anybody, let's say they called you on the phone and, you know, after the pleasantries, they said, you know, Joe or Mary or whatever your name is, if I could send you a box about the size of a computer router and when you, you get it, you just plug it in and it can make you money, uh, anywhere from $40 to $4,000 a month, but on average about $750 a month. Is there any reason you wouldn't want me to send you the box? I'm going to say that one more time and just with an open mind, please. Hear what I'm saying. Someone that you know contacts you and said, if I could send you a box about the size of a computer router and when you plug it in, it would make you money uh, anywhere from $40 to $4,000 a month. 
but on average about $750 a month. Is there any, is there any reason you wouldn't want me to send you the box? I mean, what would you say? What would you say? I mean, is there any reason any sane, emotionally stable person wouldn't say, send me the dang box? Send me the box. I mean, and and this is no trick question here, guys. I'm just really trying to ask a real, in my mind, Common sense question. Is there, is there any reason somebody wouldn't say, Dale, you're going to send me a box and, and I plug it in and it's going to make me forty to four thousand dollars a month on average seven hundred and fifty dollars a month? Send me the box. Of course not. Can you send me ten of them? I mean, really send me the box. And I guess when I ask this question, and again, I say, is there any reason I, stable person, reasonably sane, would not say, send me the box. And I guess that's that's the rub, you know, the emotionally stable part. And see, there can be a lot of really intelligent people that are emotionally, emotionally skewed in some areas and don't even realize it. I mean, they appear to be normal, but they're they're emotionally skewed in some areas. And, you know, before I can continue, um, you know, just to finish the conversation, uh, what's the last thing I said? Oh, is, is there any reason you wouldn't want me to send the box? And, and you know, I've had this conversation with a lot of people, and 100% of the people have said, no, Dale, I'd like a box, or what do you got going on, Dale, or tell me more, Dale, or whatever. But, and I just respond the same way. I don't care what they ask, what question they ask. I said, look, I can't send you the box, but there's a company in Florida that can. And if you go over to dalecalvert.com forward slash iHub, all one word, iHub, DaleCalvert.com forward slash iHub. And you guys that are listening can do this as well if you choose. And you can watch a two-minute video there. And if it makes sense, you can click the Join Now button and see if your location is still available. And that's the only thing I've said is go check out, go over to, go over to the website, see if you're located, watch the video, see if your location is available. And I sent a video or sent this information to 25 of the most entrepreneur-minded people I know. And to to date, up to this point, 2019, uh, I've ordered the box. And I've not followed up with any of them, and I'm not going to. Uh, order the box or don't order the box, I sincerely don't care because... I mean, I know the upside potential of the opportunity stands on its own merits. Okay, so if there's some kind of emotional, psychological flaw uh, where you can't see it, uh, I don't have time or the energy to deal with, with somebody's misconceptions, lack of awareness, or in most cases, ego. I don't. And of the 25 I originally shared it with, if I had to make a list of the 10 people on that list, and I was just doing this for the fun of it as I was putting this podcast together, thinking about what I wanted to share. Uh, if I had to put together a list of the 10 
people of the 25 that, whose ego kind of, and I don't know how to say this delicately enough, because it's not an issue. It's not a big issue at all. It's just a slight issue. But if I had to make a list of the 10 people whose egos are the most, are, are slanted towards unhealthy, and I had to make a list of these 25, which 10 people's egos slant towards unhealthy, uh, honestly, all six of the people would be in my top 10 list. And I realize some of them are going to be listening to this podcast, and you know who you are, and you also understand the respect that I have for you. Okay, we all have quirks and situations, and all of us do. Okay, I, I can put up with your quirks, you put up with mine, so we're good. But uh, it was just kind of fascinating because, see, personally for me, I, I no longer commu- communicate ever with egomaniacs or anybody that I don't like and wouldn't feel comfortable working with. If I don't like somebody and I wouldn't feel comfortable working with them, I am not going to be contacting them under any circumstance because I just don't have the time or the energy for it. I just don't. I've I've done that for years. I refuse to do it in the future. And I have no doubt at some point, I have no doubt at some point somebody will sit down that has more patience than I do with these six people and it will wake them up. They'll wake them up. They'll jar them. And at that time, they're going to attempt to order their box. And then they're going to get a message that says, sorry, uh, your area is too dense and a box is not available. It's going to be, the timing will be gone. It will be over. And at that point, uh, they're going to wish they had put their ego or whatever it was aside, watched the two daggone two minute video and ordered the box. They're going to wish it. See, right now, about 80% of the people that request a box can get it. About 20% of the people, you know, they're getting the message. Too dense in your area. It's not available. It's not going to take very long at all where it's going to be 20% are, are, are going to be available and 80% are going to say, hey, it's too dense in your area. Sorry, it's not available. So, you know, again, if you, it, it, I apologize. If you want to know what the heck I'm talking about, you can go to dalecalvert.com forward slash iHub, watch the two-minute video, click the join button, and... And see if your area is available. Again, this is a little bit off topic, but let me kind of get back into what I've witnessed over the past 30 to 45 days. Uh, you know, it's it's been fascinating for me. I, ha- I had a lady uh, that I've worked with off and on for probably six or seven years. She's been involved in four, maybe five different network marketing companies. And to my knowledge, has not sponsored one person. And when I asked her the question about the box, she said, and this was all via email, she said, you know, my husband, myself, you know, we keep in the loop on technology and this makes sense. And she reserved her box and it it was available in her area. And the first week, she enrolled seven people. 
And again, this is somebody that six, seven years, to my knowledge, had never enrolled anybody in any type of business or opportunity or or, or program of any kind in six to seven years. And in one week, enrolled seven people. What really changed? What really changed? In my mind, the thing that changed was her expectations. Her expectations. You know, I have another person that I really like as a human being and respect as a traditional business owner. I mean, I really sincerely like this person a lot. Uh, he's been in network marketing for several years and always since I've known him has in struggle, has struggled enrolling anybody. And his first comment was, uh, I want to say the level of skepticism out there is off the charts. And I'm thinking, who's that going to help? But my, fir- my first thought was, he cannot be using the script that we shared. He has to be talking too much, trying to convince people. I mean, come on, they either want the box or they don't. It's really that simple. And and that was my first thought was, I know he's talking too much. He's not following the script. And then as I really thought about it, I then I thought, no, the real issue is his expectations have not changed. And And I could give example after example of this. I mean, honestly, it, it's at this point, it's really been it's blown my mind. Uh, I mean, as of this morning, you know, I had 103 people order the box uh, with very limited, very limited promotion on my part. Well, over half of these people just saw the promotion on a Facebook buy-sell group, watched the two-minute video, clicked the button, see if their location was available, and ordered the box. I mean, simple. Doesn't even begin to describe this. It's just beyond simple. Yet some people cannot just do the work and get out of their own way. You know, if, if I ask my APL, APL Go team to make a list of the top three people on our team that are value-focused, have high EQ, understand what it means to work consistently and be in a flow and not reinvent the wheel and be teachable. Uh, there's a few people, but Willie and Willie would be probably on most people's list, but also Tony Shoup. Uh, Tony would be on everybody's list. And I worked with Tony years ago. Uh, he joined me in NII when he was 18 years old. And the foundational mindsets, skill sets, and leadership training he got with that company has really served him well over his professional career. He was with us in NII and then got out of the industry. Uh, when I left that company, he got out, never has done any other network marketing program for 20, 25 years. So when I contacted him about APL Go, the timing was right in his life. And, 
you know, he's done a great job. He's been a very valuable part of the development of our APO, APO Go organization. And, you know, I hate to call this an investment because that implies you have to invest some money, but there's, there's no cost involved in the box or anything. There's, it's 100% free. Everything's free. There's no membership fees or anything like that. But anyway, when, when, when I contacted Tony, and ask him about, about the box. I mean, he understood immediately, of course. And, you know, I look at him and again, here's somebody's got high EQ, good work ethic, understands flow, understands opportunity. And, you know, he saw it immediately. And, you know, in his first two weeks, he had put 18 people. He had had, he had shared this with 18 people who had requested the box. In two weeks. And, you know, I looked this morning and it's like, you know, t- it was two, it was 18 people two days ago. I looked at this morning, he's added four more. So he's at 22 now. And, and I asked myself, okay, well, what has changed with Tony as far as expectations? And the answer is real simple. Nothing. Nothing's changed. He understands. He's in a flow. He's getting exactly what he expected to get. Nothing's changed with him. Nothing at all. So, you know, over the past 30, 45 days, the number of people that I know and work with uh, who have felt the need, I'm going to change gears a little bit, but the, have felt the need over the last 30, 45 days, the number of people, you know, training club members, downline people, sidelines, people that I know, the number of people in the last 30, 45 days that, ex- that have felt the need to express to me how their team is doing and how their team's not doing anything. They're not, they, they won't get on the webinars. They won't get on the training. Uh, all, everybody in their warm market is, skeptical idiots uh or they have no warm market uh, or they get no respect from the people at their church everyone in their subdivision is jealous and dozens of other comments that they or I can absolutely do nothing about has just been fascinating to me. In the last 30, 45 days, it's like all these people are coming out of the woodwork and they need to, to share with me different excuses why their, why their organizations are not growing. And, and it's nothing that I or them can do anything about. You know, we are, are where we are in our life because of the decisions we've made. If all your friends are duds, who forced you to hang out with such dysfunctional people? I mean, really, we are all who we are, where we are, because of the decisions we made, the the things that we put into our mind. And the only thing, the only thing we can control is what we can control. And we got to let everything else go. For things to get better, we got to make better decisions. We have to have better self-talk. We have to have higher expectations of what we believe is possible for us. The thing that will make the most impact over the next five years is the books you read, the podcasts you listen to, and the people you hang out with. 
And if you're reading the wrong books, if you're listening to the wrong podcasts or the radio stations, and you're hanging out with the wrong people, things aren't going to change. It's always been that way. It's always been that way. Knowledge without action leads to self-delusion. You got to get the right stuff in your brain. You got to hang around the right people. You got to tell yourself the right things and then go to work. Go to work. And you, and if, and if, you know, Uncle Harry you thought was going to be phenomenal in your business and he hasn't even launched his business yet, you know, have you done all you can do? Have you done all you can do? If you have, next. You don't hang on to Uncle Harry for months. I mean, it's like you, you, the only reason to enroll anybody is to eliminate them as soon as possible. Some of you should be starting to understand that at this point. And, and people have given me grief over that statement for years, but man, it's so true. It's so true. It's fun. See, it's fun to work with the Tony Shoops of the world. It's drudgery trying to push people and drag them across the finish line. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I did it. I'm not doing it. I'm done. I can't. I'm incapable at this point in my life. It, you know, true motivation must come from within. And people, look, you're 45 years old. You don't know how to motivate yourself. That's not, that's on, you know, you, you gotta, that's on you. You better figure it out. You better figure it out. So let's get to the topic at hand. Um, network marketing, personal development, and positive expectations are required. Again, I got this comment. Uh, something probably most of you, if you've listened to this podcast regularly, you've heard me talk about the four stars video. I've talked about it. Multiple times, mlmsuccess.com forward slash four stars. And it's actually hosted over on YouTube, so I hardly ever go over there. But I did uh, at some point this weekend. I was working on something else, and I, and I anyway, this this comment popped up. And it's from a gentleman named Chad, and I don't want to butcher his last name, so I won't. It starts with an H. And, you know, so this comment came up and I, and honestly, I didn't know if he was trying to be a smart aleck, if it was a legitimate question, uh, or where he was coming from. And I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt. And at this point, I still don't know really where this gentleman's coming from, but I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. It's not a snarky comment at all. Uh, but he said, under the four stars, Chad said, if the beauty of network marketing is the system, that it is like McDonald's and you can plug any idiot into the system and they can make money, then why is personal development encouraged? And see, I thought, and I still think that's a legit question, or he was expressing a legit question. I'm, I'm, again, I don't know. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, and 
so I'll just reply, replied real quick because honestly, guys, this is a pretty complex question. If you look at it from every angle that you can look at it, there's no simple, simple, uh, response to this because there's several variables. But I said, Chad, I love the thought. And I, and I really do. I thought it was thought provoking, a thought provoking question. Systems only drastically increase people's odds to success. This is my response. Personal development is important for the same reason, understanding how to manage a McDonald's as, as, as understanding how to manage a McDonald's is. The real product has always been and will always be people. The real goal is to provide systems that enable the right people to grow and expand their McDonald's, not sell the hamburgers. Network marketing gives individuals not just the right to market the products, but also the business opportunity. And I replied, and honestly, I never thought I'd hear from this guy again. And uh, I was back in copying a video for another project, and I noticed this guy had replied. And he said, Mr. Calvert, I think you have earned at least that level of respect, at least in my view. Okay. I appreciate the response. Maybe you will be nice enough to clarify a bit. So what I took away from what you commented was that the system will get people in the business and making a little money, but to make more money, you need more than systems. You need boosted skills, more development on communication and personality, et cetera, et cetera, in order to attract, to be a big earner, the system is not enough. Is that a fair reflection of your comment? And honestly, at this point, I feel like possibly this guy's trying to set me up. I, I really sincerely don't know. But I said, Chad, not really. Honestly, Chad, ain't, I normally receive no response to comments I reply to here. However, I had already decided that this week's podcast would be around your question because I thought it was very thought-provoking. And it was. So I'm just going to wrap this up. And, and again, we can go down so many avenues with this communication with, with this gentleman and, and I'm going to do my best to try to, to talk to him. And I hope in the process it will speak to many of you, uh, and, and just try to, to, to give a clear perception on what does it, and see, I don't really know what the question is he's asking other than just because you have a system, a system alone is not enough is my, synopsis of of what he's trying to ask here because again we go down very many different we can go very many different directions so to just try to put this into perspective into perspective here's my belief 97 percent of the people that enter the network marketing business model do so 
with the mindsets and the skill sets to fail. 97%. 3% of the population can take the skill sets, the mindsets, the transferable skills they enter the profession with and can create a following of people. A following, which can get a business off the ground, produce some product volume, etc., But network marketing in and of itself, it's not like a restaurant. If I own a restaurant and I have great food and I can create a following in my restaurant, then I can do well financially. You won't in network marketing long term. Uh, and, And again, that can be said for about any traditional business, storefront, dry cleaners. It doesn't matter. If people know you, like you, and trust you, and they come to your dry cleaners or your restaurant, or you're the realtor that they select to sell their home, then you you can do well. You can make a good living. But but in network marketing, your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that are developed on your team because leaders create product volume. Distributors are a revolving door. They're coming and going all the time, but established, developed, homegrown leaders stay. So from the McDonald's example, it's not just teaching somebody the systems to operate the McDonald's. Yes, you have to have the systems in place, but ultimately you're looking for people that can manage the McDonald's and can expand and, 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 you know, you're in Indianapolis and you have a McDonald's and you want to go to Terre Haute, Indiana, then you have a manager that can go over there and and teach the systems and develop a new manager to manage Terre Haute, Indiana. And then you want to go from Terre Haute, Indiana to Chicago. And the same thing. It's about the expansion of the business and having leaders that are able to do that. So... Just to continue with uh, Chad's comments, uh, I've never said that any idiot can make money in network marketing. I have said that any snot-nosed kid can learn how to manage the drive-through of a McDonald's. So maybe that's where the the he's pulling that from. I'm not sure, but. The reality is you can teach 17-year-old kids the systems to operate at McDonald's because they're not difficult. They're just systems, right? You don't see the real product in, 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 in network marketing is people. And you have to be able to develop, again, future leaders. But you have to have systems in place to give yourself a chance to develop the future leaders. Again, what's the most difficult business to build? A McDonald's or a network marketing team? Absolutely a network marketing team. Absolutely. But they both require systems. They both require systems. Okay, but but not everybody is cut out to be a McDonald's manager. Okay, and and people have to grow into that systematically and sequentially. Okay, and, and, and the same goes for network marketing. And my goal is just to help people on our team maximize their full upside potential, whatever that might be. 
I mean, they might they might end up with McDonald's expanded all over the United States and all over the world, or they might just be, you know, managing three or four in their home state. I don't know what their full upside potential is, and I don't know if they want to maximize their full upside potential because a lot of people get to a certain point, they get to a plateau, and they decide, hey, I'm good here. And, and they don't want to continue to grow and expand and progress. So everything, there's, everything is different from many different standpoints. And honestly, I don't think making money is a go that any network marketer should have. Uh, the go is to build a team that creates residual cash flow, create a team and a business that creates cash flow. There's a difference than having a focus on making money or building a business that makes money, that creates cash flow. There is a difference. There's a major difference. There's a major difference, and people miss that. The goal is not to make money. The goal is to build the team around the systems that will create residual cash flow that will create money. And and if your focus is on making money versus building the team, it's two different focuses and it creates two different results. You know, Jim Rohn said, never ask what I am what am I earning, only ask what am I becoming. And and people that chase money don't last very long in network marketing. You know, I've talked about it and other podcasts, money is a greased pig at the county fair. And some of you know what I'm talking about. You've seen that with the kids. If they catch the pig, they get a prize. And, but, but they grease it up where it slips right through their hands. Money is a greased pig at the county fair. If you chase it, you'll never catch it. You develop yourself first, your leadership abilities, uh, and the money flows to you. The world pays for leadership. Leadership's the highest paid for profession in the world. So I, I replied initially as I shared with you, and then he came back and he said, oh, I've already shared that. So again, just, just to kind of continue to clarify this a little bit, the goal is, is never to make money. The goal is to build a duplicating team of people with real homegrown leaders and real customers that create positive cash flow. Systems, and, and he talks about consistent, so the, if you have the systems, they'll attract the big money earners. Systems can attract people. Big money earners can attract people. A lot of things can attract people based upon where those people are on their personal development journey. See, I believe the right people are looking for the systems that will take them systematically where they want to go. The right people. That's not the majority. The majority of people, oh, uh, they're driving a Bentley. Uh, I'm going to join them. <laughs> you know, they, they look at, at material things and they're attracted by that. And honestly, those are not the people that I would prefer to work with. I, I, I've been down both paths, I, I, you know, and I think it's a whole lot easier to, to attract people that are attracted to materialistic things than attracting people that are attracted to substance. I really do. But 
if you're going to work with people that are attracted, they're there because you have a 17,000 square foot home or people that are there because of the substance of the authenticity of the reality of what you're communicating, it's a totally different person. It really is. And, and I just, I, at this point, I mean, the older I get, the more, you know, I'm looking for people of substance. I just am. So, you know, what attracted 20-year-old Dale or 30-year-old Dale is totally different. So it depends on where people are in their entrepre- on their entrepreneurial journey. I mean, for me, I just love playing the game. Uh, I, I just love playing the game. I love playing the entrepreneurial game. I always have. I always will. I just love it. I love learning and figuring out mindsets and skill sets and what is going to be the best way to take this product or service to the marketplace. I love the entrepreneurial game and figuring it out. And other than that, I mean, my life is simple. It's centered around businesses, family. My close friends, for the most part, are people that I've known for years and years and years, are are people on my team that I feel like I can get in the foxhole with. And I still am standoffish there with people for for other reasons that are mine, has nothing to do with the people. In other words, I'm not in network marketing for the social aspect at all. At all. I have, you know, at all. Uh, At the time of this recording, I mean, my... uh, Middle daughter and her husband are coming to Chattanooga. Uh, he buys and sells. He's a, actually a Porsche. He sells Porsches at a dealership in Kentucky. And then he does other, anything that's got a motor, boats, you know, whatever he's into. That's his thing. That's his world. Scooters, motorcycles. And he sold a motorcycle and now he's buying a, another motorcycle and they're picking it up in Chattanooga. Uh, later this afternoon. So Don and I are going to go down there and have dinner with them, meet them in uh, Dalton, Georgia for dinner. And it's about halfway between for both of us. And I can't wait to spend time with my daughter this afternoon and her husband, Channing. I would rather do that than spend five days at a network marketing convention or two or a weekend at a network marketing convention. Give me two hours with my daughter and her husband or or a weekend at a network marketing event personally for me. And I love spending time with great people, with people on our team. Uh, but I don't like being in that type of environment in general. I just don't. I mean, we're supposed to go on a cruise that we've qualified for here pretty soon. I am so thankful because Ashley is going to be on that cruise with us, one of our team members. And I'm excited because I'll, I'll, get to spend time and and look forward to spending time with her. And there's a few other people that will be on that cruise. I look forward to spend time with, but the majority of what will be going on, I, I just don't care about. So we're all different and we all have to respect that. And I do. And the older I've become, the more important all that is to me. It really is. Uh, it, it sincerely is. So the real product in network marketing is people. And to maximize your income in network marketing, your long-term income is 
based upon the number of homegrown leaders that are developed on your team. Leaders can only be developed sequentially and systematically. So you have to have systems in order to do that. But the system itself, I mean, there's we've had hundreds of people that have come into our world, our organization, had the system right in front of them, but they don't have the personal development to get through the fear to implement the system. The start stops most people. So my goal has never been to attract big earners. In fact, it's really just been the opposite. Because big earners, when they, when, when, when big earners come to us, it's, it's when they realize that their personality will never duplicate. And if they can have that paradigm shift, Phil Schuff, Jim Jones, and the list goes on and on over the years, if they can have that paradigm shift and realize what I do cannot be duplicated, I've got to, I've got to make, put this in a sequential duplicatable fashion, then there's great value for those people. But most big earners in this profession are three percenters who did it with the skill sets and mindsets they entered the profession with. They think everybody can do what they can do, what they can do, and they can't. You know, and it's like uh, the, one of the first things I usually do is say, go read the book, Why the Masses of Network Marketers Are Frustrated, Confused, and Don't Have a Clue What They're Doing. That will give you a different perspective. You know, you're different. You're unique. So only systems can duplicate uh, when a person plugs into our system, my hope is that they will develop a vision, a vision of the leader they can become, and more importantly, the path for future leaders on their team through, can follow through the systems that we provide. So a system in and of itself is not the answer. And, you know, and for the record, this, this, Network marketing is the, is the simplest but yet most complex business model in the world. You know, you have to have a launch system. And again, the fear prevents half the people from ever launching their business, from ever taking action. The start's going to stop most people. I mean, the start's going to stop most people. I mean, again, it's like I go back to, I mean, we go back to the box example. How difficult is it? To call somebody and say, like my 91-year-old Aunt Betty, and I said, Aunt Betty, this is Dale. How are you? Doing good. How's how's the family? Listen, the reason I'm calling is I need to ask you a question. Uh, If I could bring you a box the next time I'm in Georgetown that you could plug in and it would make you money every month, anywhere from $40 to $4,000 a month, uh, on average, about $750 a month. Is there any reason you wouldn't want me to bring you one? And, and she said, I like money just like everybody else. Of course I would want a box like that. And I said, okay. I said, look, listen, I can't bring you one, but I can. there's a company in Florida that will mail you one. Do you have an address? Do you have a pen? I want you to write down this address. You know how to get on the on the internet because I helped you set up your router last time I was there. So you know how to do that. Yeah, I know how to do the Google. I know how to do the Google. Uh, and you know, 
delcalvert.com forward slash iHub and go there and there's a video there. It's about two minutes. Watch it. And after you see that, it'll kind of give you the overview and then click the join now button. Make sure it's available uh, at your address. And I'll talk to you more about it the next time I'm in, I'm in Georgetown. And 11 minutes later, I get an email. Aunt, Aunt Betty's ordered her box. I mean, how simple is that? And I have people right now that are scared to send. I, I, it, it blows my mind. Why? There's no fear, false evidence appearing real. I don't get it. I'm never going to get it. I don't understand it. It, it. Some things are just too simple. You can't miss some things. I mean, I understand it in general. If I, you know, you got a product or something, you know, you're trying to, but this is like, I mean, there's some things that sincerely are no brainers. So, but again, the launch, the start stops most people. And, but systems are real simple. If you've got a launch system, if you've got a lead generation system and enough ways for people to generate leads where they can recruit three to five people a month. And then they just refine their skill sets as they're, as they're communicating and talking with people. The better they become at communicating and refining their skill sets, their ratios, their recruiting ratios are going to go down. If, if they're, if they've got a opportunity that's self-evident based and stands upon its own merits. And then, you know, as far as network marketing is concerned, you just need a retention system. And if you have those basic systems in place, you can roll. You can row if you if you're approaching everything with the right mindset. So that's why so much time, energy, and effort needs to be spent on personal development because honestly, most people don't have the correct mindsets. They don't have the right expectations. By the time they're twelve years old, they've decided what the rest of their life is going to look like and it's and then they just reinforce it. You know, like I started this podcast, my granddaddy was poor, my daddy was poor. You know, I hope I can do a little bit better than daddy did. And and that's the mentalities that a lot of people have programmed into their minds since they were kids. And if we don't change the programming, we must act in accordance to our program. As we believe, so shall it be done to us. So, yes, that's why personal development is is important in network marketing as systems. We're in the leadership development business. It's not just about you and your income. It's not just about you. The power of network marketing is it gives us the opportunity to duplicate ourselves through the efforts of other people. As J. Paul Getty said, I'd rather earn 1% on my own efforts than or 1% on 100 people's efforts than 100% of my own efforts. It's just the way wealth is created. So, Chad, I sincerely appreciate. I sincerely appreciate your comments. Uh, they tell me you've probably never really been exposed much to what we teach, which is cool. No problem at all. And I feel like and hope your questions were legit. I really do, and I hope this session has given you and others like you uh, a better perspective because. You know, it's on It's it's an honest question. I mean, you know, why do you need personal development if systems are the answer? 
Well, it's not, there's not one thing. It's a combination of things. And, you know, network marketing has always been a three to five year game plan to success. And if you work at it daily with the right mindsets, uh, it's just what it takes. It's not easy. It's, in my opinion, it's the most difficult business model in the world. That's why it's so rewarding. You know, most people can never get down the road far enough to really experience what can happen because they never devote enough time, energy, and effort to really wrap their mind around the, the things that are going to move their life and their business forward. They just don't. They're looking for the foo-foo dust, and I get that. That's that's fine. That's not my target market. It's just not. So anyway, Chad, I sincerely appreciate you commenting on YouTube. Uh, if you want to contact me directly, feel free to do that. MLMSuccessPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I, I appreciate thought-provoking questions. Uh, I, I sincerely do. And people that think. And we can agree to disagree. I have no problem with that as well. But network marketing, for all of you listening, network marketing, it's a three- to five-year game plan to success. And that's if you find the right company at the right time in history where the stars have lined up. If the stars have not lined up, you're just you're spinning your wheels. But if it has, it's a three- to five-year game plan to success that if you work at it daily with the right mindsets and you work on improving your skill sets and, and developing positive expectations, then I believe you can accomplish more than you ever dreamed possible than mo- most people can ever believe could ever happen. I, I just do. Uh, I'm, I'm a... Uh, a living example of that. But I also understand it didn't happen by accident. I understood, I understand it didn't happen by accident. And I've done my best to, over the years, really figure out the process, the mindset and skill set development in the sequential order so I can support as many other people along their journey as possible. And if you get anything from this session, I hope you will take the time to really, really ask yourself, you know, what are my personal expectations? Not goals, but what are your expectations for the next three to five years? This is Dale Calvert. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week on another session of the MLM Success Podcast. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, Please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.